What's up guys, welcome back to the weekly drop. Uh, we are finally back, had a bit of a break um, over the NBL offseason, but the uh, free agency rumors are starting to pick up. So we thought we'd start up uh, the weekly drop back up again. Hesh is back in the building. Uh, he's had some time off, so that's some big news as well. I'm sure he'll tell you. Um, Hesh, how you been? I've been I've been well, man. I've been well, just uh, chipping away at some things. Um, just, yeah. Bro, on my grind, man. Just just staying involved in the basketball space, obviously. But um been missing doing the potties, man. Yeah. We had some momentum going with it. And then obviously, you know, life gets in the way and and work gets in the way. But yeah, no, happy to be back, man. Glad to have you back. Um obviously we're gonna aim to get some guests on um when we can. Uh, we've got uh, a few lined up, but um yeah, hopefully we can get that back on track soon. Um we'll try and make this a weekly thing again. Um, we're going to go through a few things today. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll try and go through the NBL free agency period. Um, the NBA offseason and playoffs have just finished. Um, so we'll go through that as well. Um, and then I'm keen to hear to finish the episode off about your opinions on the FIBA squad um, and your opinions on Ben Simmons. Um, if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys are subscribed on all our podcast streaming platforms and YouTube. Uh, we also post snippets on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram as well. So make sure you guys go follow us if you haven't already. Um, the NBA playoffs have just finished. Obviously, the Heat played the Nuggets. The Nuggets ended up winning um, in five. Um, interesting offseason. I think it surprised a lot of people. I don't think many people had the Nuggets winning. Um, maybe some. Obviously, they were the first seed in the West. But what's something you learned from this NBA offseason? You mean the playoffs? Yeah. Playoffs, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, man. What have I learned? That's a good question. I think more than ever, I think it's been like, I don't know anything about the NBA, man. Like, I, <laughs> that's how it feels. like you just you just predict things or you think things are going to happen and then they just don't happen. Like, I felt like I was, um, every pick that I made, apart from the final series like i i picked denver in the finals when it when it became denver miami but most things before that like i thought the lakers with veteran leadership before that series started i thought the lakers would get him um i i thought boston were going to come back in game seven like yeah. I, I thought that was going to happen so i think unpredictability is alive and well in the nba that's kind of what i've learned and then on top of that i think it's um also very very telling that one player can really really carry like more so than other leagues in the world i feel like uh, one player can really have a massive impact on a championship versus not a championship obviously but um yeah it can just have such a big impact man yeah um yeah that's what i agree um with the super teams aren't really working in my opinion uh, obviously we saw the brooklyn nets fall the clippers were you know, a pretty big super team with Kawhi and Paul George. And, you know, that didn't really work out. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think, you know, the draft, the the build through the draft sort of method and kind of let you guys, you know, build some chemistry, starting to work for teams like the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Warriors, um, the Bucks even too. So, yeah, I think the super teams aren't working. is is a big one for me. I, I'm a bit unsure about the Beal trade today, obviously. Um, he's one of my favorite players, but the, the Booker, KD Bill thing. There's one ball. Um, I'm just not sure I see that working. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that was an interesting one, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Three absolute buckets. Obviously, I've been big on Bill. Just I know you have as a Wizards fan. Like you've been, 
high on his potential and he needs to kind of get some pieces around him to be successful. I think, I, I don't know. You just don't know, man. Coaching yeah. style, what type of offense they run, who gets the ball, how do they all mesh with each other. So many of these results on how teams go, I think, are more predicated around how the intangible stuff is, chemistry and roles and how they kind of figure that stuff out. Everyone knows that all three of them can get a bucket anytime they want. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like, how are they going to fit in with each other? So I'm a bit torn on it. I liked it when I first saw it. My initial thought was, oh my goodness, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. And then as, kind of, um, as it sunk in, I was like, okay, like I wonder how it's going to go. Like I wonder how they'll go. So I'm, I'm pretty torn. Um, but if the potential of it, when you take three names like that, is crazy. Like it's that's yeah. like 150 points a game. Like who's going to stop that? Exactly. Um, I think they've got they're hitting like 163 million, um, spent on Aiton, KD, Beal, and um Durant or Booker, sorry, alone without anyone else. And they've got a few minimum contract guys on the roster like Terrence Ross, who's very good. Uh, Landau's not taking too much money off them. Biombo's not taking too much money off them. They've got campaign contracted. Um, there's a few Does other Lando guys. Have another year on contract? Uh, no, I don't think so. He might be up yeah. for his agent. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I'm presuming they bring him back. He's, he was only on like a, I think it was like a one point something mil. So maybe they resigned yeah, for yeah, another year he, or two. He was productive. He was productive right. when he was. So. so maybe he accepts money elsewhere. But it's going to be pretty hard for these guys um, to bring back the players if they want to move on. Um, so I, I think they're going to have to move Aiton. Aiton's on 32 mil a year, whether that's for, you know, Hardaway in the 10th pick, maybe they send Aiton to Mavericks and they get Tim Hardaway, take on his contract and get, you know, a decent rookie at number 10 and you take on a rookie contract for two or three mil and get a decent player out of that rather than a vet minimum. Um, I'm not too sure, but it's going to be interesting off season for the Suns. I think the Suns think they've pulled off the robbery of a lifetime, which they probably have. Um, but it's it's going to be very difficult for them to build a you know a, a very deep roster with the cap space they have with those three players, especially Beal's contract. Uh, but one one positive for them is Beal Beal waived the no trade clause, which is pretty much the reason why the Wizards got robbed. Beal could pick where he went and what he went for. He's now waived that to get on the Suns, which is insanity. Um, but yeah, I feel like the Wizards could have got a lot more than Shamit. And a few second rounds, and yeah. the picks, the pick swaps are irrelevant in my opinion because the Suns are going to be better than the Wizards, so their picks will be worse. And I don't see why the Wizards would want to swap the pick if their picks better. And then obviously we waive Chris Paul. I think Suns were just trying to get rid of that contract because it wouldn't have worked. So, bit of an interesting one. I hope Wizards have a plan. Um, I don't see any positive side of that trade except we get off Beal's contract. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, another thing I learned this offseason is availability might be better than ability at this point. Um, and I think that shows with the Clippers. Um, a lot of us had, I think me and you had high hopes for the Clippers, if I remember correctly. Big time hopes and Kawhi and Paul George weren't there to play. So do you look to move Kawhi this offseason? Do you look to move him for the third pick in the draft and send him to help Portland and Dame? Um, mate, I think at this point, the Clippers have a pretty, pretty stacked squad and they showed that even against the Suns. I felt like the Suns... Did you yeah. see the? Sorry to cut you off. Did you yeah. see the podcast talking about the Clippers with uh, Jerry West on Paul George's podcast? No, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. Pretty cool because Jerry West, obviously, um, I think I don't know if he's GM or owner of the Clippers. Uh, I think so, he owns, maybe uh, maybe he's GM. Maybe both. I don't know. I know he's involved heavily in the organization. Yeah. But he was talking about exactly what you just said. Like health is such a big thing. 
Like, if they're healthy, they're probably one of the best teams. Um, and he was just talking about how hard it is to get rhythm with guys being healthy, and and they like an in depth discussion about it. Obviously, that you guys listen, but it it was it was pretty eye opening to hear it from like the actual inside. You know, yeah, you know how about it is. I like that availability more important than ability for sure. Yeah, I think so. So I don't know if the Clippers are looking into that this offseason. Maybe Kawhi, maybe they send Kawhi to Portland and it, it persuades Dame to stay. It's going to be a big draft day this Friday, so I'm excited. Um, what are your thoughts on the Nuggets? Um, you think they can repeat? You, you like them winning it? Obviously, they have never won before. Um, and Jokic gets his first ring. What are your thoughts? Uh, repeat? Like, no idea. Like, like who yeah, knows? Fair enough. It hasn't even started, so let's see how teams get put together and what happens. I know Mike Malone was saying it. Did you see some of the footage of him running yeah, around? Crazy, acting crazy at the parade. Crazy. I like it, though. You know, it shows a bit of personality. He's not allowed to do that all year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, locked in and finally gets to let some steam off. I like that. But, no, I, I, I really enjoyed their, their win, man. I'm a big – I don't think you, – you just can't not be a Jokic fan. He's so humble. He's not about any BS. Like, he just goes about his business, gets things done. Cannot question the game or the ability. He's like the goat in the game right now. Like he's, he's. I would say he's like the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Um, numbers he's putting up statistically match up to everything that you see in the eye test. Um, so I, I like it. I'm a fan of it. I think one of the most telling things for me that I thought was cool was probably a few weeks ago. I'm sure you would have seen it. Like Jamal Murray. I think it was Mike Malone actually. No, Jamal Murray. I don't know which one was talking about it. They were talking about it in the presser and they were saying that. When Jamal did his ACL, yeah, um, he was going. He was like crying in tears to Mike Malone, like "You guys are gonna trade me, right? Like I'm out of here, right? Like what's gonna happen?" Like in tears, and Mike Malone, um, kind of grabbed him and was just like, "No, like this thing starts and ends with you. Like you're gonna be here. That's it. Mm-hmm. No one, you're not going anywhere. Don't get that thought out of your head." It was a way more poetic way that they told the story. It was like it was cool. Like the quote that he had was cool. I can't remember it now, but um, pretty cool to see it go full circle and watch him win a ring. Um, so I like I like all the angles out of it. Um, I think it's I think it's cool. I think they deserved it. I think they were better than Miami. I think they were better than every team they came up against. I think defensively they were unreal. Offensively through Jokic and and Murray, and MPJ when he came good was you know they were the best team in the, the playoffs. I think they deserved it. NBL um, free agency period uh, has been quite big so far. It's looking like it's going to shape up to be a big NBL season. Obviously today this morning Jonah Bolden signed to the Kings. Uh, Big to see him back. Obviously, he went on that cryptocurrency venture, um, but he's obviously focusing on basketball again, which is good to see. Hopefully, he can get back to where he was. Obviously, he was an NBL, NBA-level talent uh, playing for the Philadelphia 76ers, and he was on the Boomers at one stage. So he would be another big piece for us, I feel like. I feel like Jock Landau um, is a big, really good big for us. And then other than that, we've got Nick Kay, uh, Duop Reith, um, and a few other bigs, Jack White, if you want to call him a big, I guess he's a small power forward. Um, but Jonah Bolden could be very big if he gets back to that level for the Boomers squad. Um, Keanu Pinder, in my opinion, has been one of the biggest signings this offseason going to Perth. Um, that team is just going to be great to watch next season. I will be very surprised if they're not the favourites with Cotton, Pinder, uh, the Webster Bros. Am I, am I missing some? Blanchfield. New rookie, the New Zealand rookie. Yes. Russell. Yeah, Russo. And um, who's that big man? Is he still on the team or not? You don't know. I don't know who the big man is, Perth. I'm blanking. T something. 
Anyway, the Perth Wildcats uh, look unreal with the Cotton and Pinder, especially Pinder being a top three MVP last year. United have stacked their chips. They've got Luke Travers uh, joining them, obviously a big piece in the NBL as well. Delhi is coming back after a year with the Sacramento Kings, and they've also got Joe Luala-Chul back joining Chris Goulding and uh, the Melbourne United. So that will be exciting as well. Maybe we'll get a Perth United rematch, um, rivalry match in the finals. Um, DJ Hogue also joined the Kings as well. So that power forward center combo of Bolden and Hogue will be very good to see. Um, we'll get into the FIBA squad. Now, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this. Um, I'm excited to see who would make your team and what are your thoughts on whether we need Ben Simmons. The, the listeners have heard my side, so I'm keen to hear yours. Okay. Uh, well. Before you start, do, do you think anyone got snubbed? Uh, uh, no, I, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, no. Like for the most part, no. I think I think the squad they put together is is um is elite. I think it's an elite squad. I don't think I don't think they've missed anybody. Do you think anybody? Um, I didn't like Mitch Creek. Didn't make it. Um, yeah, I, I'm I I'm not going to say who over, but there's a few names on that list that I think Mitch Creek clearly outperforms every NBL season. Um, was a top no, three I'm MVP tripping. last year. Um, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Mitch Creek needs to be there. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, that, that's a huge snub. That's not even like a maybe. Like he needs the he's bro, he's MVP man. Like he's mm. arguably the best player in the NBL. You know, he was top three, right? He was second in voting, third in voting. Yeah, I think he was third. Yeah. Pindar, Creek, Cooks. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he's right there, man. Um that being said, I mean, it's always that question, like who for? Uh, it's really easy to look at a list and be like, it's similar to that top 75 NBA player list. You name some players and you're like, he's got to be there. He's got to be there. Then you look at the top 75, you're like, I to take some guys out, you know? Yeah. So similar. So firstly, yeah, I think Creek is probably, probably one that I think maybe deserves a shot. Um, everyone else, uh, I think, is, is tough to really to, to put too much weight behind it. The squad they picked is pretty elite, I think. Um, I'm excited for it. I think they'll do some damage. I think they have some really good pieces playing with a lot of confidence right now. So it's just a matter of it clicking and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, what's your starting five? Yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> I, actually saw, I actually saw you guys um, talk about it the other day. Yeah. Uh, I found it quite interesting. Uh, my, I think what you said was, was correct. Giddy, Paddy Mills and Landale have got to be there. They're locks. There's mm -hmm. last two spots. I'm actually splitting your pick and sorry, what was your boy's name? Bailey's. Bailey's pick in half. Okay. You go with Xavier Cooks at the four. Mm. I think I like him and his energy and his what he can do when he's mobile. He can play the trail spot and you can run action through him. Um, I think him and him and Giddy coming down the floor together as, as like the one one four, like playing out of dry screens and flattening out Patty into the corner, I think is gonna be dangerous. And I think I really like him and what he provides and scoring abilities. Plus you can switch one through four. I think he's capable of defending multiple players. So I, I like him at the four. I think he's at that spot and he's been consistent. Um the three, I, I'm tossing on this one and turning, but I've Cemented it's, it. it's it's definitely hard that last spot. Hard man, it's you got hard. Josh Green, Thibault, yep. Ingles. Yeah, I mean, if you want Simmons, you can add Simmons. I guess he's not on the roster yet. Dude, um, yeah, Dyson. Even if you want to slide Dyson to the three spot, 
Yeah. Do you know who else has been unreal, bro? Who? Jack White, man. Jack White, that's right. He's been putting up crazy numbers in the G League. Like, obviously, just won a ring. Shout out to Jack White. But I think it's, yeah, for me, I'm going to go with Matisse Thibault, man. Mm, I like it. I think he's by far, like, he's arguably the, no, he is the best defender on the Boomers team. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's super disruptive. He just gives us a bit of a, a different look. Allows Ingles to come off the bench, probably run with the second unit, play the one in the second unit, and then um, I think have his hands on the ball a little bit more as Giddy and, and Paddy Mills will probably kind of be taking the majority and, and the bulk of that. You don't want Ingles to kind of go missing in that starting lineup. I think you want to use him for what he has. And I think Thibault complements those other guys perfectly with some defense. Um, I, I think he's He's an absolute monster. And don't sleep on him offensively. Like, he can shoot the three off the catch reasonably well. Yeah. Amazing slasher. He'll go up and finish above above bigs and, and dunk on people. So, I, I, I like him. So, so, my starting five is Giddy at the one. I know you said Paddy at the one, Giddy at the two. But yeah. I'm going to Giddy at the one, Paddy at the two, um, Daibo at the three, X at the four, and then um, Landau at the five. Um, so, that's kind of how I'm, how I'm viewing it. Um, but who knows, man? I mean, you start with, with literally anyone in that squad, that third spot out of names you said, I wouldn't be disappointed. Or you bring in um anyone else at the fourth spot, Simmons if you wanted to, and you said he was left off. Nick K even makes a case, man. He started yeah. last last time. Like, yeah. you know, you can't sleep on him. But I think everyone through that squad is still gonna leak, but that'll be my starters. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, definitely I definitely like the Ingles off the bench point guard. I think he, he... Mainly played at the guard position. I feel like last time the boomers kind of assembled, I felt like he was bringing the ball down and kind of controlling things. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I personally, I don't think it's going to matter whether Paddy or Giddy's at the one or two. I think it's pretty yeah. positionless. I think they're both going to have their share of bringing the ball up. Paddy is a better, obviously, spot up shooter coming off screens and stuff, and Giddy's definitely going to find him. So, yeah, maybe that, maybe they do do that. Maybe they move Paddy to the two and Giddy to the one. But yeah, yeah I like, I like the take. Um, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Oz Hoopers TV um, weekly drop we appreciate you guys jumping on and listening obviously we're trying to get back on weekly um, and do these 15-20 minute episodes um, we're going to try and get guests on as well um, we appreciate you guys joining and we'll catch you next week